0: All right, awesome. Welcome back to another episode of It Is When It Is podcast. I'm your host, Cody Kelly. You can connect with me on all social media platforms. I am super, super duper excited about this episode. This episode is Fall into Fitness. I have some amazing guests, some amazing just uh, industry influencers. I thankful for all of my guests here. I'm allowed them to introduce themselves, starting with, with Anthony. My bad. Anthony, introduce yourself.
1: What's up, everybody? Anthony Amen here, owner of Redefined Fitness over in Mount Sinai, also podcast host of Health and Fitness Redefined. Check it out. I do it all. I don't need to introduce myself too much. I've been on the show a bunch of times. I'm going to pass it off. We'll get into it.
0: Awesome, Jeanette. Introduce yourself.
2: Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Jeanette Ortega. I've been in the health and wellness industry, my goodness, going on 28 years, I think. And I. Pretty much have done it all, and you can find me at Extreme Fit Chick on Instagram. Health, wellness, yoga, meditation, all that good stuff. So, and just started a podcast as well called Workout Wednesdays. So we talk about all things health, wellness, fitness, and lifestyle. So, awesome. thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for being here. Look, I like the podcast. And bite me, let me know. I'll be on it. I'll be on it. You can ask Anthony. I'll be on your show, Coach Taylor. Workout it. too.
3: Don't forget. <laughs>
0: Coach Kayla, introduce yourself
3: What's up guys, my name is Coach Kayla, I'm an online personal Trainer, life coach, health coach, and nutrition Strategist, Um, prior to COVID, I've always traveled the country Speaking on health, wellness, and fitness Um, I've been a been in the industry for going on for 15 years now, from an author to podcast to all that kind of fun stuff. So follow all of my social media handles are at Coach Kayla, spelled C-A-I-L-A-H. And I just started a podcast, so probably going to be reaching out to some of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> my podcast is called Life, Health, and Success Made Simple, where we talk about everything as it relates to health. Follow me everywhere, CoachKayla.com.
4: Awesome. Awesome. Love it. Kian, introduce yourself. What's going on, everyone? My name is Keon Taylor. I'm a personal trainer. I'm based in Trinidad. It's the southernmost Caribbean island. Um, thanks for having me on. I myself has, have also started a podcast. It's Supreme Holistic Fitness, and the goal is to transform lives using a change mindset, good nutrition, and effective exercise. So, my podcast is relatively new as well. So, if you want to coordinate, um, feel free. And I'm really looking forward to being on the show today.
0: Awesome. Let me know. I'll be on it, man. I'm not much, you know, a fitness influencer, but you know, I try. <laughs> so, Bo. Hey,
5: introduce hey. hey. <laughs> what's up, guys? So, my name is hey. Bo Skitzo. Uh, I'm actually an immigrant. Ten years ago, I didn't even speak English. Came to the U.S. Uh, right now, I have a uh, fitness studio in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm a best-selling author. You can buy the book "Stay Sore" on Amazon, or you can find it. And there's also a podcast called "Stay Sore." Which I lead. It's called stay sore because nothing good comes easy. You gotta get a little uncomfortable if you want to go after things. So the podcast is about health, fitness, and mindset. And the studio is just personal training boot camps. You can find me online, Bo underscore Skitsko. Thanks for having me.
0: Awesome. Look, thank you guys. Look, I want to get into it. So Monday, right? You know, Monday is leg day for me. It should be chest day, but everybody hauls the chest equipment, so I switch up. Two-leg day with my wife, right? So I got up about 4.30 in the morning. I was just trash this morning. I don't know. I didn't drink anything or whatever. So, like, I was just trash. I woke up. I didn't feel good. But, you know, I did it anyway. Got to the gym. I ran. I was garbage on my running, but I got through it, you know, uh, as best as I could. Did okay in the squats, right? Did 355. It wasn't clean, but I got it. But, anyway, so... With all that being said, what do you think is the biggest threat, uh, Anthony, to fitness as we head into really the, the fall and winter season? Masks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> By far. I mean, I don't know about anyone else, but over here in New York, we're still mandated to wear masks. And not only just masks, we can't wear bandanas or gaiters. They won't even let us. We have to wear the super uncomfortable ones that you can't breathe out of. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know about you, but I don't think breathing in too much CO2 with a mask on is good for you, just personal experience, especially when we get into the winter months on top of people still being worried. It's about changing the narrative, which is something I've been on your show talking about and I talk Mm -hmm. about a lot, understanding that the reason COVID is as bad as it is, is because of the obesity rates in America. And I just want to say, Cody... Last yep. week, they released new rates. Obesity has jumped 15% since March. I want to think about that for a second. So wake up. That's why I'm here.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I know. I totally agree. When I, when I run the mask on, I feel like I'm about to suffocate, but I, they'll kick you out if you don't have one on. So it's us. Jeanette, what do you think is the biggest threat uh, to the fitness industry uh, this upcoming winter season?
2: Well, I'm here in L.A. And our gyms are still closed. Oh, wow. So we're, we're only able to work outside with the masks or it's doing everything at home, home workouts. So here where I'm at, I've noticed, especially with clients and a lot of people that just getting self-motivated because they've been having to do home workouts. Our gyms still aren't open. Our facilities aren't open. Getting people to go outdoors. So they've lost a lot of motivation during this COVID time. So now I think going into the fall and winter months, it's going to be even more so to where, okay, you need to start finding some type of motivation and inspiration to get yourself going until, you know, you are able to go back to the studios. But to me, it's so much more mindset. This is where it comes in right now. It's like, how do we stay on track and keep it consistent, even doing things at home, not going somewhere to show up to be accountable. So it's how do we show up to be accountable to ourselves so to me, for us in my area over here, that's been our biggest thing is that the facilities are still closed. Wow. So it's people really learning how to self-motivate and stay consistent through this time.
0: How, how have you tried to manage that, that self-motivational factor for others? Like, I didn't know, like, you know, I live in Chicago. Uh, gyms are open, but it's, you know, reduced capacity. Equipment is halfway uh, shut down. How have you kind of managed through that uh, obstacle?
2: It's been a lot of online and zoom training courses right now. So yeah. it's, I'm teaching at least four times a week just with group clients and it helps them be a little bit more accountable in a group setting versus them just showing up with me one-on-one. Cause you're like, oh, okay. I see this person showing up again too. So it's really keeping people accountable that way, doing the live sessions that are online and also, I'd created an online membership site so they're able to access over 200 of my workout videos and meditations, but it's really keeping the connection. So at least us here seeing each other face to face on a screen helps people to get more connected and show up versus just following along a YouTube video. So that's what I've noticed is really kept the connection is the live
3: interaction.
0: Cool, cool. Coach Kaylee, you're in Ohio, right?
3: I'm in Ohio. All right.
0: Awesome. Midwesterner like myself. uh, Mm -hmm. What is the biggest threat do you see coming into this fall winter season for fitness?
3: Honestly, there's no difference. So when you look into the industry, you look into people exercising, it's always been there's always been something. There's always been someone with some kind of mindset issue. So Jeanette, I completely agree. Mindset is always huge. Obesity is always there. You know, whether someone's personal gym closed or they're doing renovations, there are always issues. So it's not about our external environment. It's about us. What are we going to do? You know, so COVID is a factor. Yes. Like you said, in Ohio, gyms are open, but I'm not going back. I'm not going back until at least 21, you know, and I'm a, a state championship powerlifter. So it really affects me. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, it's about you. It's about what are your goals. It's about how serious are you about making these goals come into fruition, because it doesn't matter the obstacles that we have to face. It's about are you real enough to do this? Whether you've got to join, you know, someone's online program like Jeanette or myself, whether you've got to, you know, go outside and find somebody at some kind of park or whatever, or just do it. Like the end of the day, it's about action. So the challenge we always face is not COVID, it's ourselves, because we can find any kind of issue, any kind of reason as to remain comfortable. So our battle is with self and getting out of that loop and getting out, getting over that hump of just trying to be comfortable. So that's the biggest thing for me. It's same old, same old, different day.
0: Same old, same old. Keon, can you attest to that? I mean, you're the only, you're, you know, you're overseas, you're not uh, you know, you're not a, in the US, right? Uh, What has that effect or that impact been like? Can you attest to that?
4: Well, I could actually give two um, impacts. So I actually studied um, tertiary level in the U.S. Um, Basically, it was in Florida, but I spent some time in Boston. So I experienced the, the snow. And I think it all has to do, as Coach Kayla said, your mindset. Are you committed or are you more focused on comfort? So when you're committed... You're, you're better able to overcome obstacles and figure out ways, find ways around it. So if it's cold, then you'll just dress for the weather. Um, if you got to wear like a mask or anything like that, you'll figure it out. Um, in Trinidad, it's actually, we have two seasons, a wet and a dry season. So let say the wet season is usually where most people, they tend to not want to work outdoors. So for females, maybe they don't want to get their hair wet because when it rains in the Caribbean, it rains. But then you you have those who are committed and they take whatever measure they have to put in place, maybe change their hairstyle or cover it up and they work out. So I think the greatest threat to winter or Regardless of wherever you are, it has to do with your mindset. Are you committed or are you just focused on comfort?
0: I love it. I love it. Committed or focused on comfort. Bo, I got a two-part question for you. Talk to me about that mindset. You're the author, like you said, of a best-selling book. I have a question from our audience. How come fitness people will not design a program for, uh, people that are dealing with disabilities or people with limited mobility. I don't know how true that is. I think there are some programs that are just, all right. There's
5: probably that. a lot of, not probably yeah. for sure. There's a lot of programs. There's a
0: lot of them. All right. That's why I'm like, I, but you know, I'm, the audience asked the question we got to answer. Yeah, it. So, sure. uh, sure. talk to us first about, about the mindset and then talk with us about designing a program specific for that need. All
5: right. Well, there's no shortage to any sort of program because as long as there's a, a need for something, coaches will come up with a solution. Uh, But that being said, it seems like everyone's talking about COVID. So let's talk about it in mindset. I I think COVID just exposed weakness. If you have, like I have a business, I have trainers working for me and stuff. COVID just exposed how strong or weak my business was. Um, So if I had a weak business to begin with, COVID just exposed the weakness even more. If uh, somebody's health was weak, COVID exposed that weak health mess, talking about obesity or other things, right? So if you had a weak mind to begin with, COVID exposed that big time. All of a sudden, one month into the quarantine, you have depressions, anxieties, whatever. Uh, so COVID just exposed what's going on. It's, uh, it's a bad thing. I'm sorry we have to go, all of us have to go through that. But it exposed what's going on. The question is, what are you going to do about it now? Are you going to... Understand you're weak and just get weaker. You're going to actually do something about it. And you know what? Being weak is not the end. You can get back strong. If you can't do it yourself, ask one of us, all the coaches, somebody else, your family members, friends. We don't have to stay weak, but weakness just got, got exposed. And the question is, what are you going to do about it? Because there's a ton of solutions.
0: Awesome. Love it. Kian, talk to us about designing that program-specific program specific uh, people is dealing with disability, and then you coach Kayla, then you, Jeanette, and then Anthony. I got a special one for you. Uh, when you're dealing with uh people that suffer with disabilities, I have a brother that is uh, autistic. Right? Uh, those programs are going to vary. Yeah, they're not going to be necessarily something I'm going to subscribe to. How have you navigated that?
4: Um, in terms of my navigation, and my experience, it would be more along the lines of someone who may have had an injury. So not necessarily ability, but there are programs that could be designed around that. Um, they're, They're gonna have to use lighter weights and you're just gonna have to focus more on mobility and movement versus pushing a lot of weight. You're gonna have to monitor what they're doing and you're gonna have to adjust. So it's not about giving that person too much, but giving them enough where there's mobility, where they're able to work the muscle And just keeping it simple, not a lot of stuff you want to give them. And there are like equipments out there for people who may have some sort of disability, you know, you just utilize those type of things. Awesome, awesome.
0: Coach Kayla, designing a program specific, right? For uh, individuals that suffer with disabilities, right? And disabilities can fall into a lot of different categories. How do you handle that, that situation, that delicacy?
3: What was the uh, lady's name?
0: Uh, Sharon.
3: Sister Sharon. So that's a great question. Um, and it ex- exposes a lot of things in our industry. So there are so sister Sharon Kelly. So there are a lot of trainers who have low level certifications. There's a difference between a certification. There's a difference between a degree. You know, there's a difference between a specialty and a, there's a difference between expertise. So you have to actually go to someone who can fulfill your need. That's like going to a dentist for a rash on your toe. Yeah, it doesn't really match up. So if there is someone that has a disability, you know, in your family or yourself, you have to go to someone that can help in that area. So personally, I've designed programs for paraplegics. So it's it's about again what does that what are the credentials of that trainer? Not everyone can handle everything. Most trainers are for general population. You know your general healthy people that want to lose you know five to thirty pounds on average. But if you will have something that's very specific to that need, then you got to go to an expert. You have to go to someone that's been in the game 10, 20, 30 years or that has those degrees behind them that they can actually give you those specifics. Because anyone can type in a workout program online or do it on YouTube. We all have YouTube videos. We all have that. But it's not for you. So that's when you have to actually pay for coaching. You have to pay for the expertise. And a lot of times the issue becomes we're searching for those things or people search for things that they're not willing to pay for. But you pay for your doctor's visit. What's the difference? You pay for the dentist. You pay for the hair. You pay for the shoes. You pay for the specialist. But you have to do have that same level of um, intensity about your health. So if you want something specific for you. You're going to have to pay for the expert that can help you with that, design that program. Whether they're paraplegic, whether they're autistic, whatever. Like there, there are uh, um, so I've seen so many autistic people that have like at powerlifting meets. It's freaking amazing. Yeah. seeing them deadlift more than their body weight or bench press or this. So there. it's not about a disability. It's about, hey, let's find a trainer who can specialize and who is knowledgeable about that specific area. So, yes, it's done. It's there. But you do have to search for it. And then you're going to have to pay for the expertise.
0: Do you think there's just a lack of advocacy for it? Um, And then, you know, Coach Kelly you can do it. And then uh, you, Jeanette, is there just more – Because I've seen, it, I think it's a growing, you know, I've seen like videos of individuals that suffer with disabilities and they're performing athletically. I mean, deadlifting more than I can deadlift in some cases. Right. So is there just a lack of advocacy or are we just missing something here?
3: That's a great question. Um advocacy no because it's there. You have professionals like myself and others in this group that can handle that. It's about what are we looking for? Are we looking for the bikini body on Instagram or are we looking for the certifications and the degrees? Cuz there's a big difference. You know, it it's it's about what we, we often look at, okay, who looks good, who says trainer? Just because someone says they're a trainer does not mean that they are a professional fitness Expert, so advocacy is there, it's about what are you looking for. So, change your search terms in terms of again who you're searching for that can help you with that area.
0: Awesome, Jeanette. You talk about that designing a program specific uh, for individuals uh, that suffer for, from disabilities. I think there is, though, um, in the fitness industry, uh, a thing of what I would call social clout, right? Like, you have to look the part, and therefore, you are the part. And that's not always the case. You could just have the genetics to, you know, look a certain way. That doesn't mean that you're qualified. So talk to us. And that's really kind of a, a double layered. I'm sorry about in too many questions, but first thing is talk to us about designing that specific program so we can answer uh, Sharon's question. But then the second thing, talk to us about yay or nay is social clout needed. Yeah.
2: Okay. That, those are two good questions. And just like Coach said, you absolutely, I even tell my people, do your research on who you're hiring. Make sure you do your research. Don't just go in and, you know, just hire anybody if you know there's something specific. Do your research. And that's what I think sometimes we don't do is we don't do enough research and we don't do enough background to make sure that we're really being taken care of for whatever our our disability may be or whatever type of program that has to be very specific So what? that's a great question. What do we look for? So I would look for certifications and degrees, just like Coach said. I would look at even going to reviews to see if they've had people that have had work with them that is for what you're looking for. So go back and look and see if there are some, the website you could look at, testimonials, reviews, Yelp reviews, like really get the background of it. So look for that for sure. And as far as the second question for social clout, You know um it's so sad because i believe social media has really destroyed um the way fitness is looked at and it's people are looking at fitness from the physicality the outside of people versus how do you truly do this is this person really you know worthy of helping me do this are they just showing me the before and after are they photoshopped pictures How many people have they trained? I mean, I did fitness competitions for 10 years on and off and I trained clients and I would have clients that I would train for shows and they would turn around after doing one show and start claiming they could train, you know, girls to go into competitions. They could train girls for nutrition and dietary when they've had no prior experience, but just what they've gone through. And absolutely your experience is needed. You need to go through stuff. But I think people aren't really they're giving the facade of what it is versus us looking at let me do my research once again. So that's what I tell people. Don't look at what's on social media. Don't take it for, you know, all, take it for face value. That's all it is. But do your research. We have to start to be educated consumers and being educated consumers is looking deeper into what these people are just posting on social media. Where's that,
0: Jeanette, where's that pressure coming from that, uh, like you said, it's just the, the physical outlook, right? Like I, you get, you know, individuals who, and I don't know how they come about the results or whatever. And then all of a sudden you can build up a mass following uh, and then now you can influence the industry that you're really not a part of, right? And it's like, so now it's the competition to look good if there is such a thing. Where is that pressure coming from? Is it and, it, and is it is it gender specific? Because Coach Kayla, you and I had a conversation that there is a double standard sometimes in a male physique versus a female physique as far as you know competition and grading that from a from a, a bikini model right uh, contest. So Jeanette, talk to us about where this this uh, internal pressure is coming from or external pressure.
2: Well, just like you said, right now everything is let's let me look at the picture let me see how she looks this before Mm -hmm. and after and so there's so much pressure to look like that even from society so you know whatever it is and i always tell people are these truly your beliefs is this really what you believe is this really what you want to look like are you feeling like you want to lose this weight or look like a bikini model because society says you should look this way or because friends are telling you this way social media is telling you this way so I think people are getting it from all angles in their life. And this is when you really have to stand back and be, what do I believe in? What is health to me? What's my meaning, true meaning of health and fitness to myself? Not to what everybody else may think, but what do I feel health and fitness is? What's my meaning? What's my, How do I define it? And so it's really people taking a stand of owning who they are and being confident in owning who they are, knowing that they may stand out in a different way. They're very, you know, we're all unique in our own way. So especially for women, it's been such a hard mold for women to break because we should look like this or this physique is the physique that you want to have. And because society says this is what looks good. And so for women, if you're out of that mold, you're feeling not worthy or you feel bad about yourself, lack of confidence. So it's been a hard mold to break for a lot of women. And I'm sure men as well. But I've dealt with so many women that have had that. So it's hard to break that. And especially with social media, the way it is, it's even more predominantly in people's faces. So I'm like, really watch who you follow. If you're following someone and they're making you feel bad because you don't look this way, that's probably not the person you want to follow. You want to follow them because they are inspiring you to change your eating habits. They're inspiring you to change your mindset. They're inspiring you and motivating you in a different way other than just the physicality of it. So my big thing is fitness is of mind, body and spirit, not just the outer shell.
0: Awesome. Love it. Love it. Anthony, I got one for you on Bo. So you guys are owners of uh, gyms. You guys, this is, you know, livelihood to the point, you know, you're looking for members to add themselves on. If the gyms reclose, right, like right now, Anthony, you share with me what's going on in New York, you know, how you had to basically sue the state of New York. Right. Let's say and this is a this is a very real reality. This could happen in Chicago. I mean, there's talks now. I have not. I got to update myself on Mayor Lightfoot's plan uh, for coming into fall and dealing with reopening. But let's say the gyms reclose. What then? Is that is that like a real phenomenon or is that just like we can get through this and better days ahead?
1: All right, I'm going to give a little backstory, then I'm going to answer your question. Gotcha. So we closed March 16th, and we're given 10 hours to get the heck out that I've told you before. I'm going to be totally upfront with everyone. I cried like a little baby. I stressed the hell out, and I had probably the worst night's sleep I ever had in my life, right? I woke up the next day, March 17th, and I will tell you from that point to the moment I stand now, I have never been more positive and energetic in my life because I know we'll make it through this. And gyms reclose, right? Yeah, that stinks. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say that's, oh, yupty freaking do. We can make it through this. I'm going to make it through because I believe that it's going to be very financially straining. I have the full backing from my fiance, from my family. So it's helped a lot. But We'll probably go back to virtual, but it's not our thing. And I know a lot of people, like we train differently. I know a lot of you are talking about disabled people. I know that that's what we do. Mm -hmm. We mainly train people who are disabled and who are special needs. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of manual manipulation, stuff that even if I could train virtually, it's not something I feel safe doing. Because God forbid, let's say I have a client that can't walk that falls and I'm not there. Like mm-hmm. it's totally it's a new world, and where you're training someone and their cameras pointing up towards the ceiling and you keep yelling at them, lower your camera, lower your camera. can't see you. I'll make it through. I'm gonna keep doing my podcast. I'm gonna keep pushing forward. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna be frank, and I know this is probably the super optimistic side of me. We're not yep. reclosing. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that because our group that sued the state of New York has doubled in size since after we got open. And we've actually branded out. And all of you, like, Bo, you're a gym owner. You should join it. United States Fitness Coalition. We are a not-for-profit. My friend Charlie is the one running it. And we are 3,000 gyms strong and we keep growing. So that's what it's about is pushing that standard out to show stats, to show what we're about, and say, hey, you want to cure COVID? Cure the underlying condition. Cure obesity. And that's what we're here to do. And as far as I just want to answer Sharon's question real quick. Sure. A lot of what all of you guys have said, which is awesome. And I totally agree. Look into what that person is. And I'm just going to give an example. I used to, before I knew anything about fitness, I was working front desk at a big box gym and I'd have people come in and they'd ask me like, oh, can you design a program for me? You know, I need a trainer, but I'm like, I'm front desk. And they're like, yeah, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And oh, well, You know, that's why I joined this gym and I'm paying $20 a month and I have this A, B, C, D, E, F, G wrong with me. What what do you think – what kind of quality do you think you're going to get out of that? Even if I could write something down on a piece of paper. This is before I had any degrees, before I had any certification. We're talking like seven, eight years ago. Like you're not going to get good quality stuff. You get what you pay for. And I really, really, truly believe that. So go to a specialist. Specialty is where it's at, man, and talk to people see where your friends have gone, see what they've done for people. And that's how you can truly find the best of the best. Awesome.
0: Love it. Bo. Yeah. So
1: what, up, whatever
5: right? Anthony just said, yeah. I had the same thing when my, when I was forced to close my gym for about two months, when I, that night, when I had to leave the gym, close the doors and I knew there would be no clients tomorrow. Not for me, not for my trainers. I curled up in a fetus position for like two, three days. I'm like one of the strong, strongest, like mindset wise. Yeah. strongest people but i curled up myself i had i have family i have three kids i have a wife i have to pay my like regular life stuff i have to pay overhead for the business and like there's no tomorrow and who knows when that's gonna end so i curled up in a fetus position and i felt uh, very vulnerable you know but hey i'm here i have more clients than i had before i'm open so uh I had to curl out of that position because I knew I have to be strong for my kids, for my wife, and actually for my clients. About, I would say, 90% of my clients got into a depression or something. Like they, they Some of them were too scared to even answer text messages from me, and I knew why, because the, 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 the mindset was so hurt, like the fear crawled underneath their skin. I had to be strong to get up, curl myself out of that position, be a leader, and like start an online program not for the fitness part even, to get them together, get them moving, talking to other people in interpersonal communication, you know? And slowly, slowly, I built up a little bit of an online program situation, but it's kind of not my style. We, we like it like funny, sarcastic, high energy. So uh, I didn't do much with the online stuff when, when gyms reopened, but I'm just saying there's always a way, We gotta stay strong and even the strong sometimes feel weak, but that's okay understand that throw back out of your position, be a leader, help. What helped me the most was helping other people. You know, I helped mm. my clients. I was strong for my family and that got me stronger. So, uh, regardless what happens, if, as long as you keep your priorities straight, you're going to make it somehow. Awesome. And I came back stronger than I was before. So it's all good. It's just depends, depends how you attack it.
0: Cool. Depends on your attacking. let's talk about that attack from an individual standpoint. Keon, So, you deal specifically with holistic transformation. When uh, I think everybody has hit it on the head that it first starts here, right? Fitness is not an external just viewpoint, right? It's more than just abs, six packs, and 21 inch arms. I wish I had 21 inch arms. Um, But I don't know if you could do that without some. uh, So, (laughs) but you know, it's more than that, right? It's more than that. There's a whole lifestyle, there's a whole just inner well being. So, talk to us about the starting point to that how do when somebody starts this fitness journey right and they come to you what is the first thing that you tell them before you tell them you know how many push-ups how many sets and all that where do you start them off at
4: so somebody came to me um maybe a little over a month ago almost making it two months she said that she wants to lose weight Right. So we're just basically having a conversation. I'm just chatting with her. So there's a starting point. So I began to ask her, like, you know, why you would like to lose weight? She said, because I want to get pregnant. So her biggest pain point would have been getting pregnant at a reasonable size. And I know women, you know, when they go through their hormonal changes and stuff with pregnancy, sometimes they gain a lot of weight. So all of those things she did not want so the first thing we identified was her reason for wanting to lose weight and that is to get pregnant recently married you know a young couple so that's where we start right and she then made a decision she started with me right so i basically drafted up a program for her and we also did some assessments just to monitor to see how she was doing. So her goal basically is to lose 10 pounds. We are a little over the halfway mark. So we are a little maybe between five to six pounds. She also moved to a new location. So she had obstacles. She couldn't find some of the stuff. So I basically had to work with her and help her along those lines just to make sure, you know, she is on track. I didn't push her too hard because I knew she had a lot going on. Um, another thing that you also do in terms of a whole physical transformation with someone is you celebrate their small wins. Mm-hmm. So many times we want to look at the results in terms of where they want to go. Yes, we want them to accomplish the result, their goal in a certain amount of time, but we celebrate her win. So she worked out four days for the week. I congratulated her on that. So it's not only about being perfect, but just celebrating the wins along the way. Mm. So the whole physical transformation, it starts with identifying a person's why, why they want to achieve it. And then they back it up again, commitment, right? Because your commitment level will always push you through those obstacles when you don't feel like working out, when you don't feel like eating what you're supposed to eat, and once they make that decision, they're committed. Then we celebrate the small wins along the way. And of course, you know, you monitor their progress, how they're doing, give them a high five and tell them they're doing a good job. And there are times, you know, when you have to kind of push them a little more because most, most, most of the time people, they're a bit lazy. They don't feel to work out, so they don't work out. So they have accountability measure in place. You talk to them about the goals, why they want to achieve it. And once that why is there, you celebrate the wins. And think that's where the whole physical transformation actually, you, you could begin to see it happen until mm-hmm. her, her eventual goal, what she wants to accomplish, eventually happens.
0: I like it. I like it celebrating the small wins. When we talk about celebrating the small wins, let's let's take the average uh American consumer base, very fickle, very vain. You know, I wanna look like this. I want my let's take this for guys, you know. I, I can only speak for men. I want to <laughs> look like the rock, you know, like that's a but you know, that's the goal. You know, he's this generation's Arnold, right? I wanna look like the rock. Let's go there. This is what I've been waiting to get to is this question. And Anthony, I you know, since you posted your uh pre-workout bucked, right? I almost tried buck. I almost bought it a couple months ago. But uh <laughs> you should. Yeah, I, awesome. I'm, I'm you know, I'm sticking with GNC lit for a while until you know I run out. But let's do it. There it is. There it is. Hey, they're not sponsoring us. It's not <laughs> right, right. Now they either. want to. I'll tell them I'll tell everybody I'll take it now. Coach Kayla, you said something. I want to get <laughs> Kayla. I want to get Janess. Anthony, I want to get everybody's feedback. Sports supplements—it's a real thing, right? It's not a—it's not a fake thing. It's a real thing. It's nothing. I don't even think to be ashamed of because I think people have this negative view from misinformation, and unfortunately, movies like Pumping Iron did not help. The cause, I mean, it, you know what I'm saying. Like it almost hurt, especially in some scenes, right? Uh, so there's a lot of just misinformation. But anatomically speaking, there's really no difference between you know a, a man and a woman, right? So we talk about sports supplements. Your client comes to you, Coach Kayla. I don't, I don't even know what a, a desired woman's body or somebody. But let's say I want to look like Beyonce, <laughs> but we're and I'm going to GNC. What do I buy? Where do you start?
3: I tell them to leave the store. Oh. Okay. Yes. Drop mic it, uh, <laughs> left. <laughs> I so my my I I'm a health educator. Gotcha. Right. So um the biggest thing is yes, you know, hold on, my computer charger fell out. So mm-hmm. yes, I get it. They're there. They're cool. But we have to understand the power of marketing. Jesus Christ. Do you know how much money is spent on name brands that are full of crap right now? Also, to Anthony's point, bucked up. It scientifically is pretty freaking cool. It just really is. And that's fine. But still, I tell clients exit the store because you have to understand number one how to heal your body you will never get to where you want to go until your body is healed first right men women, whatever so we have to eat whole foods yes, fruits veggies, yes your colorful you know uh, things like that yes good meat seafoods protein all that so you have to understand that you can prepare your body with food. So, again, I told you that, you know, I'm competitive power, uh, power lifter as well as bikini athlete. Um, and, Jeanette, I want to get into the wellness area since they finally posted that. Like, that's completely my body because I sucked that bikini. Um, I was just too thick. <laughs> 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 um, so we have to look at, A, where is your body, you know? Um, and as I was competing, I did it all on food. I didn't do supplements. I did a vitamin. That's it. And I did. I did two competitions while keto built muscle, lost fat on keto. So it's about how can we use food to manipulate our bodies after you get food first, then. OK, then after you understand it, then go have fun, then go into GNC and play around with stuff. So supplements are in addition, you know, as something extra icing on top of the cake itself. Now that's for your normal person. But there are some people who do need to supplement and you have to understand the difference. If you are a super finicky eater, you don't get enough protein. OK, then it's time to protein shake. You know, if you have low levels levels of vitamin D, OK, go outside, play in the sun. You might need to take a vitamin D supplement as well. So first things first, you have to understand what your body needs, and try and get it through Whole Foods first. Because who wants an extra bill? For what? There's no reason. But if you want to play, then go play with it.
0: Awesome. <laughs> yes. Go play with it. Yeah. Jeanette, I want to hear your thoughts. Going to the GNC. Your client says, hey, look, I'm about to buy, you know, whatever... Uh, NOS explode. That that's like the oldest pre workout I could think of. Yeah. BSN, and I am not a huge fan of BSN because their products have just been trashed lately. But let's say they wanted to buy NOS, you know, NOS explode. Ronnie Coleman, right back in 2005. What do you tell them? Do you say stop? Don't do it, or do you be like, you know, hey, let's think about this. I'm with Coach
2: Kayla. I'm like, nope, get out of there. Don't do it. Don't waste your money. Let's try to do everything with food and your your eating. Let's food journal. Let's figure this out. What have you been doing for the past? Let's food journal that out. Let's see what's going on. Let's try to start adding things in, maybe taking some stuff out. I am not big on the supplements. And I mean, I did take them for years when I competed and I was at the pro level and I just felt a whole different change in my body chemistry, Mm -hmm. everything like even my 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 body started to change, like the odor starts to change. Like there's so many chemicals that are in all of that crap, and we have no idea. Like you know, they always say if you can't pronounce the the list of what's on their ingredients, then maybe you shouldn't eat it. Mm-hmm. but there's just so much crap that's in those things. And we don't realize how it starts to shift. And then we get used, we get numb to a certain scoop. And then we're like, okay, let me do two scoops yeah. of no explode or whatever it is. Let me do three scoops. So people start to go up and up and up because their body is getting used to it now. And they're not, they have no idea what they're pumping inside of them. So I'm not big on supplements at all. And I noticed the change for myself. And I always, tell people this obviously is your decision. Let's try it the healthy way. This is your body, but this is the info info I'm giving you. And plus I always tell people, usually we're deficient in vitamins and also hormones. We always have a hormone deficiency. We can even have those at a young age, but as we mature, we get even more hormone deficiencies. And so to even do your blood work and talking to a good hormone doctor so you can actually see where you're at, be informed on the trueness of your body. So get blood work, but don't go to your regular doctor, go to actually a hormone doctor, endocrinologist Mm -hmm. and really start to see where you're at, what you may be lacking in, what maybe your body has too much of, like start to take control of your your health by doing it that way start getting more informed start reading more books start really researching okay what should my body look like at this time what should i be feeling maybe at this age like really start to do the work so i think people just use supplements as a means to an end like let me get this immediate result this will get me shredded this will give me more energy well why don't you have energy in the first place when you're not sleeping enough are you not intaking enough calories and what type of calories. So it's, you know, we're always trying to just cover up or just make it a quick fix versus let's really get to the root of what's going on and how can I change to make it a healthy lifestyle versus let me add in some supplements. So, I'm a no for
0: supplements. <laughs> I like that. I I probably need like um. I need to get off. I, I I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't. I use creatine quite often. Yo, so Anthony. <laughs> you know, hey, I seen your bucked up thing. I saw the pre workout. You know, you know my cabinet. You know, so uh, what? Right. What right. Right. right, right. What, what's
1: going <laughs> on? No, I'm gonna be. I'm going to tell everybody, and I'm going to stop everyone's answers, questions, and it's something I've been adamant about everything in my life. Yeah. Do your research. That's the first thing first. Don't, don't say I'm taking this because Johnny down the road told me to take this. That's how we all start doing steroids, and then it's definitely right. not good. I am not for just doing supplements. I'm going to be very clear. I'm actually a Whole Foods first person supplements in the word supplement you supplement something you can't get or you're deficient in mm-hmm. so research i don't get paid for this i swear but examine.com is your best place to start the guy i actually met the guy who runs it he's an awesome dude independent sources and he takes all studies done by every single supplement ranks them shows you whether there's double blind single blind study and shows you the correlation of whether it actually had effects over it most of the stuff is a complete and utter waste of money, which is why it's a billion-dollar industry. You want to talk about, like, what what are your goals? Let's start there. What do you want to do? You want to build muscle fast? You know what? Creatine is the most researched supplement. Yeah, that could help. But it also, you got to drink a lot more water. You're going to be waking up in the middle of the night pissing your brains out. So get ready for that. And just have an understanding that you can't have too much either. So... Knowing what doses you should be taking, you don't need to creatine load. That's been disproven. Right. So it's understanding what they are and what you want. If you want to lose weight? I'm not putting someone on creatine. It's going to make you look bloated. You know, I'm not putting anyone on any supplements. I write a packet that I give all my clients. This thing took me six months to write because there's so much information. Supplements is a little tiny thing on the bottom. That's it, and it simply says don't. Eat Whole Foods. Go eat chicken. Go eat this. Go do that. That's my number one fan slash fiance. She's awesome. But, uh, <laughs> it's true. It's do your research, guys. Get it from Whole Foods first. Um, biggest pet peeve, Cody, is something that we talked about on my show with the keto diet. Yeah. Why does it need to be a diet, a supplement, a pill, a bottle, a, a powder? I whatever happened to just. How do I lose weight? Oh, I don't know. Eat more fruits and veggies and drink more water. No, I don't want to do that. It doesn't work. Have you ever tried it? No, 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 no. It doesn't have a name? Yeah, eat healthy. My no, nah, no. Nah. Donuts. Like, I know it's a funny example, but it's true. Everyone wants to put a name on something, reach for the next best thing. That's true. Go, go, to, go to nature. You Go eat a freaking salad without putting 65 ounces of ranch dressing on it. And get some grilled chicken, cook it on the stove. You'll figure it out. I'm going for hours. I'm not taking everyone else's time. If you want to know about supplements, pick my brain. I do research on all of them. I can save you hundreds and hundreds of dollars. You can stop wasting your money on 99% of it. I take bucked up because I will admit I have a caffeine problem.
5: Same. (laughs) We're a gym owner. That's why you do. I have the same problem. I work 25 hours a day. Same.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean
5: like, I need it, but I understand
1: yeah. my limits. And like, I don't need I'm saying, it. I'm just
5: weak. Jeanette, I'll be
1: honest with you. What you were saying, one scoop here, one scoop there. Then it's two scoops. Then it's three scoops. What I do is when I get to there, I swear I, I don't ever pass 300 milligrams of caffeine a day. That's my cutoff. If yeah. I feel like that doesn't work, I cold turkey for five days, five, four or five days, and it's miserable. I don't suggest <laughs> it. Don't do it. But it resets your body at least. Just don't do it in the first place. I'm done. Someone else go. i can go for the Just say
0: no or, or Just say no. Bo, talk to us about that. Like I'm sure there's guys that come into you know your gym or girls. I, you know I'm, there's individuals.
5: You can see I have supplements up there.
0: Yeah, I see it. Look, I I worked out in Quad's gym, the gym that Arnold used to work out with Serge Olivia here in Chicago, and. Let's just say it's a different
5: yeah. world, right? So, um, you, you know what? I think the answer to every question, and I have an exercise science degree. My professor said always the same thing, and I say that to my clients. The answer is always it depends. It's called personal training for a reason. It's personal. And let's say you live in Canada. I, I think you should use vitamin D once in a while, right? So th- that's why the answer is it depends. Now, uh, somebody said supplement. I think Anthony said supplements. It's a supplement on top of what you do. Yes, if you don't have energy, instead of putting caffeine on top, which I'm guilty of because I have three crazy nuts kids. They have way too much energy and also full-time job and business. I abuse caffeine, yes, but that's totally wrong. You shouldn't do it. If you don't have energy, at least know why you don't have energy. I know why I don't have energy. I'm trying to, to quit caffeine, but it's super hard. Anyway, I'm going off topic. What I'm trying to say is eat, yes, everyone is right. Eat your foods, eat healthy, have a balanced diet, and then figure out, do I even need this? Try the healthy stuff first, mm-hmm. and then if you still lack something, like do a blood test or whatever, if you still lack something, then go the supplement route and try to add whatever you're lacking. But if you haven't tried this yet, But you want to give me that more, 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 more. Like this is the American lifestyle, faster, stronger, bigger. What else? It's always more and more. What else can I do? The question should be what should I not do? How can I do the least amount of work and get the biggest benefit? How can I pay the the least and get more? So the answer is not more, more, more. The answer is what should I do less of quite often? So stay away from supplements until you try the right stuff. Until you eat healthy for a month two, even three months see how your body feels see if you even need anything afterwards You know what I mean? So try the right thing first and then you probably 95% of the time you're gonna find out that you don't even need supplements nor do you want them They're overpriced they have a ton of chemicals most people don't realize that like the average person doesn't realize that supplements are not controlled by the FDA supplements you can almost literally put whatever you want in there, and it's not controlled. It's 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 kind of a joke because your potato in the store is controlled by the FDA, but this this, this science lab in the little box is not. So if right. you get supplements, you better make sure where you get them from, and you have to have a very good reason why you get them. Don't just take it because, like you said, Anthony, because Joe said so. No, have a good reason why. Know where it's coming from if it's really a good supplement, but first, do all the other stuff that you can do normally in the kitchen first. I'm done.
0: Sorry, I love it, Keon. What is the temptation out there? I bow hit it. Look, I'm addicted to caffeine too. You know, when I'm not doing this, I have to live on Zoom because of work, right? And those Zoom meetings are boring, and caffeine is like. It's my, it's my one sin. It's my, it's my drug of choice. Right. So Gian, talk to us about that. Talk to us about, you know, your clients, I, you know, and they go, um, uh, even if there's a, uh, a, a distinction or whatever, just the things that you hear, right. What's going on out there?
4: Well, with respect to supplements, the way I do it, I don't, um, recommend supplements to my clients. They've asked me, I've had people, either through network marketing companies or people who own supplement stores. They've come to me and asked me if I wanted to give my clients supplements. Um, I told them, no, I've taken supplements. I've taken protein powder, creatine, branched-chain amino acids, but it basically was for a purpose. Um, I actually did a Facebook Live. It may have been last week concerning supplements. And I basically spoke about getting your food or your nutrition right, and then looking at supplements. Right. Um, because the main thing is food. You want food. You don't want stuff in a lab. But once you get your food right, maybe you may need an extra push to achieve whatever you want to achieve, then maybe supplements. Mm-hmm. So personally for me, I haven't taken supplements in a uh, Long while, but I've taken it. Um, my recommendation, you know, is focus on good nutrition, good diet, and then let supplements come in after.
0: Awesome. I love it. Look, I want to just thank you guys. You guys have been amazing. I know I scheduled you guys for an hour. I always try to keep it, you know, within time frame because I would love to throw just a curveball question in there, but I'm going to say that. Go ahead, ahead. curveball. One minute, one minute, one minute, everybody's answer, so I can get you guys in an under this hour threshold let's start with you Bo you find out um yeah let's stay on the supplements one fine whatever bucked up comes to you Bo I need your gym to carry this exclusive line and we haven't done any testing but I'm gonna pay you a hundred million dollars you can't carry anything else and you have to recommend this what do you do
5: heck no listen uh the fitness industry is not the most well-paid industry i'm not here to make a buck you know i would have chosen a different career path if i'm here to make money uh i have my own personal reasons why why i went into fitness i had uh anyway i'm not going to go into it but i don't think trainers are in this for the for the quick buck Tra- most trainers are in this because they have a deep passion for helping and they know what most of trainers know what it did to them, so they want to replicate that feeling and that healing and that empowerment and replicate it and pro- propel it to others or, or, or push push other people into that healthy and good uh, area of life. So uh, tr- most trainers would say no, so you don't even have to ask.
0: Awesome. Kian, uh, Bucked Up comes <laughs> – I feel like I'm to my really Bucked Up. When somebody comes to you and be like, hey, look – $100 million, you have to push this pre-workout, take all the other supplements off. I know you don't recommend supplements, but now you have to recommend it. Do you do it?
4: Um, I want to sleep well at night. Um, Unless I know what effect it has or if it's been tested, if I've done my research, then I'll have to recommend it. Um, But other than that, if I don't know anything about $3, regardless, regardless as to how much money I'm getting, I'm not gonna promote it. Personal experience, I've been approach. We can make money pushing this thing to the clients. I was like, uh, no thanks.
0: Awesome, awesome. Coach Caleb. Let's say uh I think you did a video on this. Let's say Cardi B comes to you. Cardi B comes out with a pre-workout line going crazy. It's you can label whatever you want off her sauce. <laughs> you want you to push it? You're gonna be the first distributor of the Cardi B pre-workout, not been tested. Uh, But it's supposed to be dynamic. Do you do you and they want to offer you, let's say, 10 million right to push this product only. Do you push the Cardi B pre-workout?
3: First, I'm going to research it. Like at the end of the day, if I push something and someone gets sick, someone dies, someone has a heart attack like that's my business. Let's say I, I, I don't get sued from that, but you get one negative review. You're done. You're done, you know, so I'm going to make sure I do my research on what it is, how it affects people. And I will not push something to people that do not need it. I I hate product pushers, product pushers, pill pushers, powder. No, I'm not going to push it. If someone wants it, if I agree with it, okay, this is available, you know. But other than that, like, no, we're we're here to heal our people. That is our purpose. Now, fortunately, this group is really on board with that. But a lot of people would say, yeah, I push it yeah i tell it yeah i do this without doing the proper research so you've got a good group here of people of painters that are just like uh it depends if it's good or not so i think we're all on board with that piece
0: gotcha jeanette uh ronnie coleman says hey look i'm coming back i'm making a comeback i need you to push the ronnie (laughs) i I like ronnie i'm not gonna do that to ronnie (laughs) (laughs) are you gonna do are you pushing the ronnie coleman super (laughs) pre-workout And I knew
2: you don't want to look like that. Just
3: kidding. <laughs> right.
2: But no, no, I would not. No. If it's something that I wouldn't take myself, there's no way I would I would promote it and have other people take it. So unless I knew what it was, unless I was on it and taking it, there's no way I would promote something like that at all. So would not do that. I'm a big naturalist as well and as much holistic as possible. So no. Awesome,
0: I like it. I, like it. Anthony, <laughs> I know you're a big Andrew uh, Cuomo fan, so uh, <laughs> let's say he comes up
1: with a oh, yeah. right. He comes up with a free workout. He's
0: it's like, hey, look, yeah, you can keep the
1: gym open the forever
0: <laughs> 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 if you push this. Are you <laughs> pushing the free workout?
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna say why I think this group, group chose all the same answer. And I agree with everybody, but you're talking to people on here. It sounded like every single yep. person here hosts yep. a podcast, right? So, I mean, why would we host podcasts? You did we get paid <laughs> <Exactly>. for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was given years ago on a silver platter of business. I could be sitting here right now with a business that was only shut down for like three weeks and say, here you go. Here's some money. Like, good luck. It's all yours easily but i chose to go open a gym put all my money into it try to push it stay close to five months still pushing it because i we care about people i think everyone feels the same exact way we didn't get into this industry to make money if i wanted to make money i'd literally be anywhere else right now i do it to save lives help people that's the reason i do my podcast it takes hours cody as you know I know. And as everyone else here knows, it takes a long time oh. and we're pushing free content that we don't see a penny for right. to thousands of people just because we want to take our sphere of influence and throw it out. We don't mm-hmm. we're done trying to do our little sphere of influence. in My little hometown here. I want to help the world. That's why I do this. So what a better way than doing podcasts, doing Facebook lives. It's mm-hmm. I don't care how much money you offer me. I'm sticking to my values, and that is that is it. I don't push – I don't have anything in here that I don't personally take. Side note, we have tro- things that have chocolate in it. I hate chocolate, so that doesn't count because it's just chocolate. But,
3: uh, chocolate <laughs> really, is good. <laughs> I'm
1: weird. I just don't like chocolate. I never have in my life, but I don't push anything. I barely have any supplements that I even sell here because – I don't care, man. Most of them are unregulated. It's I want to help people. I want to get people living better. I want people to have that sensation I had when I couldn't touch my hands above my head for three years and I did it for the first time and cried like a little girl. Wow, well, making it really seem like I'm emotional on this show. But <laughs> no, I want to save people's lives. I want them to understand there's always hope, there's always a way. And I don't care how hard 2020 gets, and I'm sure all you feel the same way, bring it. You ain't defeating me and you ain't defeating my ideology.
0: Awesome. I love it. I love it. All right, guys. I don't want to thank you again. You guys have been amazing. Anthony, where can they connect with you?
1: Oh, everything. Facebook, Instagram, Anthony and Fitness. I put it on there. Health and Fitness Redefined is my podcast show streaming live on all sources. It is loads of fun. Check out our last one, Childhood Obesity. Coach Kayla is going to check out our great creative debate that we did a month and a half ago. Where I had Cody on and asked him all the hard questions. It's yeah, hysterical. It's Watch it.
0: No, it was yeah. really good. But
1: <laughs> all right. out, guys, and redefine fitness in Mount Sinai in New York. Yeah,
0: he came at me with uh, my uh, vegan diet. It was a great debate. Jeanette, <laughs> <laughs> Mark, with me. what are you doing?
2: Yes, Facebook, Jeanette Ortega, also Instagram at Extreme Fit Chick, and it's also called Butoga Lifestyle. And you can find me at Butoga.com. Butoga is a fusion a bootcamp yoga and meditation. So it's my trademarked method. So that is my online membership as well. Bootoga.com, Jeanette Ortega.com. Hashtag workout Wednesday is my podcast as well. And come join
3: me. Be great to have you.
0: Awesome. Love it. Coach Kayla, where can they connect with you?
3: Guys, connect with me everywhere at Coach Kayla. Kayla is spelled C-A-I-L-A-H. Also, visit me on my website, CoachKayla.com. And my podcast is called Life, Health, and Success Made Simple. Again, it is everywhere. So holler at me, contact me. Again, I also do online training, virtual uh, meal planning, coaching, and, of course, personal training virtually. So I look forward to seeing you guys.
0: Awesome. Love it. A lovely comment. Anthony, thank you so much. <laughs> Keon, where can they connect with you? All
4: right, they can connect with me at Supreme Holistic Fitness. So you could either do a search on Facebook, on Instagram, it's Soup Holistic Fit. So S U P, the word holistic, and then fit. So you could connect with me there. My blog, supremeholisticfitness.com. You could connect with me there also.
5: Awesome. Love it. Love it. And
0: Bo, last but not least, man, where can they connect with you?
5: Well, social media, it's Bo Skitsko or Bo underscore Skitsko on Instagram. Uh, the, uh, the podcast is called Stay Sore Everywhere or the book on Amazon, Stay Sore. It's a mindset book overcoming uh, challenging things in your life because you know you've got to stay sore if you want to achieve something. Mentally and physically, you have to get out of your comfort zone for your brain and your mind and your body to adapt and get better.
0: Awesome. I love it. Look, I want to thank my podcasters. I want to thank my guests for being on here. I have an amazing episode next week dealing with first ladies and their kind of role within the church is going to be quite interesting. You know, it is what it is. We go anywhere from religious to righteous, you know, from ratchet to just whatever. We just cover all topics. So that's what it is. I appreciate you guys. Again, tune in on Monday six, but we will be changing it to Central standard time coming up in the month of October. But I want to thank all my guests again. Thank you so much, guys. Till next time. Bye.
5: Bye.